When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor. Gene was good. But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Scott, as Jerry likes to say, let's do this. I want to catch catch you and our listeners up on an episode that we had earlier. Um, now, maybe you remember our earlier episode, Iconic Cars of Television or Famous Cars of TV. I do. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I enjoyed that one too, man. It, it was, was, was fun. It was good. Just good memories. Yeah, we were we were both being able to be kind of, uh, I guess, just going on fanboy mode mm-hmm. about about shows we really enjoyed. Well, I know that you've been paying a lot of attention to this too because, man, did we ever have some listener mail. <laughs> we, we did get a lot of listener mail. Yeah, part of this episode is going to be um, part of this episode. We should just jump right into it, right? Yeah, let's just do it because uh, there, there was really a tremendous response from listeners about this. Mm-hmm. And it was, as you can imagine all of the vehicles that we missed in television that uh, we didn't get to talk about. Sure. And we, we did miss, we did miss quite a few and it's awesome that our listeners uh, wrote in um, and to show you guys, we appreciate it. We've got, we've got a little list uh, that, that people responded to the blog and through email to, to tell us some stuff. And uh, we definitely appreciate you guys taking the time to do it. Um, we also want to point out, especially I could, especially I need to point out cause I'm such a big cartoon nerd um i broke the rule part partly through the episode where we were supposed to go with uh shows where the car is a character where the show can't happen and i did the 18 van because i love it and um you know scott i'm i'm sorry but i did i did kind of break the flood there (laughs) that's okay um, we're getting a lot of those i I mean as we read these you'll find that um a lot of these shows would have been okay without the car, but mm. um, still memorable vehicles definitely. from those from those shows. So, definitely notable. Um, these all of these lists that we're going to read are actually really yeah uh, valuable. Well, let's give these people let's give these people their due. Do you want to go first? Uh, you know what? I will. I've got the blog responses here because okay. I see the blog responses. They come to me directly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and we'll keep it fast. I'll just read right through, and um, you know, once I'm done, you can go on to yours, and we'll talk about movie cars after that. How's that sound? That sounds great. Good. Okay, let's all start right. with. Uh, I got a note from Rod. This was all caps, by the way. Okay. I don't know if Rod was yelling at me or what, but uh, <laughs> all caps. He he mentioned the the eighteen van again, but we already mentioned that. I think you said. Uh, the bus and the Partridge family. That's Ooh, a good one. Good, good call, one. right? Um, <laughs> not a car, but he mentioned the airboat on Gentle Ben. <laughs> um, a good one. The Vista Cruiser on the, on that 70s show. Yeah. Uh, the black van on SWAT. And this is one that was a, um, a British television show in the mid sixties, I guess. I, from what I can understand, it's kind of, he, he called it a 007 type pink limo on Thunderbirds. There's a show called Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds. And I looked at this, and it's an interesting vehicle. You should check it out if you can. It's, uh, again, pink limo from the Thunderbirds. Um, and then there's also, he also mentioned the bamboo car on Gilligan's Island, which I thought was funny <laughs> because they made a few appearances, I think. And uh, it was interesting. It was a good car, but I think the show would be fine without it. It was a, you know what, maybe it was, well, it was a green vehicle too, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it? right. It was. Yeah, it was uh, Gilligan power. Coconut power or something, I don't know. Um, and then we've got another one from the King of Town. That's when the guy calls himself the King of Town. God, the internet is awesome. I know. And this is an animated car suggestion. He he said uh, the Homer on The Simpsons. Remember when Homer designed and built his own car? Well, he yeah. designed his own car. Yeah. yeah and it, it had the it had the different separate section for the kids. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that yeah. was good. A good. And but you know what? I'll tell you, that was the only suggestion he had. But that made me think of another one from The Simpsons that I love, Canyon Arrow. The Canyon Arrow. You remember Canyon Arrow yeah. and the song that goes along with Canyon Arrow? That was, uh, that was great with the whip cracking and everything. Uh, anyways. <laughs> smells like a steak in seats 35. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sing. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Squirrel you know crushing deer smacking driving machine. Okay. From, uh, Denny. Yes. Denny mentioned that there's a 1928 Porter convertible in a series called My Mother the Car, which, um, this was in 1965, had one season, Jerry Van Dyke. The um, brother of the more famous Van Dyke. That's right. Yeah, this is Jerry Van Dyke. And he said that, uh, you know, it only lasted one season, but this was, this car was the reincarnated, um, his, his mother reincarnated. Huh. Not, no, not, not Denny. I mean, the, uh, the character in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry, Dave. Yeah. We're not, no, no, no. We're not Dave, saying that. Dave Crabtree, I think was the guy's name on the show. Dave Crabtree's reincarnated mother was the car. Strange premise, and that's why it probably only lasted a year. Yeah, you know what? I might have to hunt that one down. There's also a 1961 Plymouth Belvedere on Car 54, Where Are You? Oh, good call. Which was from the early 60s. Yeah. And then he also mentioned, which is not a car, but uh, the Chips Motorcycles. And that's one where, you know what? The show wouldn't have been the show without those Chips Motorcycles. Uh, Kawasaki? I think they're both Kawasaki. They're both Kawasaki's. Yeah. Wow. And that's all I have right from the blog. But I know there was a ton of... Mm-hmm. Email responses because so, you you wrote back on a on a lot of these. I did I wrote back? Uh, I think everyone. Yeah, I think I, I think I you think, did. I yeah, think. I think I, you did. I tried to. So let's we'll run this down and and give me your reactions on these, Scott. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ken writes in uh, from the United Kingdom and he says, "What about the Pink Panther car that opened ah. and closed the episodes?" Yes, I thought that was a good. That was a good call. Have you seen that thing? Uh, I looked, I looked it up. I recognized it when I saw it, but when you, when I first read the email, I didn't know. It's nuts. It, it's pretty wild. Yeah, it's a really crazy, um, custom car. Yeah. I, I, I thought it had to be custom. Okay. And, um, Ryan, uh, from Lynchburg, Virginia writes in and says, you know, what about the switchable vehicle from Inspector Gadget? Mm. 
Bonus points to Ryan, who pointed out that it was cousin Daisy in Dukes of Hazard, not the sis. She wasn't the sister; she was the cousin. Um, let's see. We've also got the uh, the trucks from Simon and Simon and the Fall Guy mm-hmm. included in there, as well as um, Firebird from Smokey and the Bandit. Did we mention that one? That's a movie car. That's a movie car. Movie car. We'll get to it. Yeah. We'll get to it. Yep. And um. Then uh, he also has the uh, the Viper and Viper and Viper is a oh. show right that he said was descended or uh, well I don't think he just said descended but paralleling let's say Knight Rider <laughs> yeah that's right um, that was uh, that was an interesting car and then let's see we've got Ken from uh, Brownfield who writes in uh, he also points out my mother the car uh, he says uh, Patrick McNee or John Steed's car from the Avengers. Um, Patrick McGowan's car from The Prisoner. Uh, he mentions the cars from Get Smart. Uh, also the light blue Ford Fairlane in Dragnet. Uh, he says it was from 1966. Uh, Pat Brady's Nellie Bell from the Roy Rogers TV show, which I've wow. not seen. Hmm. He's talking about it. He's talking about a wagon, right? Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, I have not seen Nellie Bell. I'm hmm. going to have to look in. I'm going to have to check <laughs> well, that out. Sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. No, but no, I, I don't. Cool. I don't know either. I think he's talking about a wagon. Roy Rogers would be so disappointed in me. Yeah. Um, and the monkey romp, which is the monkey mobile, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then he also says, uh, Ponch and John's motorcycles. Mm, okay. Yeah, we just mentioned that. Yeah, and uh, then he went a little bit crazy on us, but I think it's kind of a good point. Jim West train from the wild, wild west. Hmm, okay. Not a car, but pivotable. That pivotable. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, pivotal. Excuse me. Much better. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> Will from, uh, Corpus Christi wa- writes in, uh, basically to say, what, what about Optimus Prime, you guys? And, um, hmm. that's an animated truck robot. Of course, everybody knows that, right? Wow. And the rest of the Autobots as well deserve a shout out. Um, and also, uh, Will's on my team with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle van. See, um, you know what? I knew this, Ben, because I responded to him and I said, yeah, that's a little bit, uh, a little bit past my time. I'm, I'm an old guy. So, um, <laughs> I figured you would know about the, uh, the Transformers and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And uh, I mean, I looked them up. I, I'll be honest, but, uh, pretty cool stuff, but it's I didn't pretty, know about them ahead of time. It's pretty neat when you think about, Whose idea was that to sell it? it? It almost sounds like they took all these things they thought kids would like and tried to make a show out of those yeah. four words. And it worked. And you know what? It worked. I don't know who the guy in the room was who said, uh, turtles. Yeah. My kid thinks turtles. And I cool. think they like pizza, don't they? They love pizza. Oh, there you go. I've got, I've got another one that's pretty interesting. Um, Preston also wrote in and pointed out the get smart car. Um, also, uh, Greg had the Squad 51 car from Emergency. Hmm. And Andreas, uh, I believe I'm pronouncing the name correctly, Andreas writes in from Norway and says, what about El Tempo Gigante, which is a tremendously popular. Now, you read up on yeah, this, Yeah, I did. I did. I'm, I'm chuckling a bit because I had never heard of this car before uh, we received this email from Andreas. And um, kind enough to send along photos. And mm-hmm. I looked at them. Very interesting car, I'll tell you. I mean, if you've never seen it, take a look at it. It's it's worth checking out. 
Yeah, uh, he, you guys, uh, Andreas tells us this is like the Wizard of Oz of Norway when they built a, uh, was it a full-size model of it? They eventually built a full-size model of this, yeah. And it was a big deal. The uh, King of Norway showed up, right? To unveil the car, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so so uh, definitely check that one out. And if you do, it's worth your time. It looks crazy. Yeah, that's, it's a wild machine, that's for that, sure. That's the... Um, that's the extent. I'm, I think we may maybe miss one or two, but but that's the extent of people writing in to tell us um, what about these TV cars, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And since we had uh, such, a, such a good response, since um, seems like people really like some of this, uh, we did also have a couple people ask us questions. And the question they were asking us was, "Hey guys." What about movie cars? Yep. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about movie cars today. We'll just, uh, I guess we'll just keep it simple because it's kind of the same theory behind, uh, television cars. Mm-hmm. Um, just notable vehicles within that, that program, that, that film in this case. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know, we'll just have our long lists here and see, see what we, uh, we come up with. But I'm sure that, again, I'm sure the listeners will come up with plenty of their own ideas and want to just stay up, you know, state right up front. Please send an email to us and let us know, you know, what we've forgotten. I'm sure there'll be hundreds of responses, sure. really. Yeah. And uh, what we'll do is we'll handle it kind of the same way we just did with, uh, you know, reading listener responses on air. And, you know, oh, yeah, that was a good one. I can't believe we missed that because, you know, a lot of these we'll get out of the, the studio and we'll smack our forehead and say, I can't believe we didn't mention this. And, you know, we'll get an email from a listener that will be sharp enough to tell us, you know, what we forgot. So And we literally do we, smack our foreheads. Yeah, we do. We do. Like, oh, man, I can't believe it. But, um, no, we appreciate, you know, people calling in and telling us what we, uh, what we neglected. And, uh, of course, you know, they have different movie going experiences. So they've sure. seen things that we haven't. We've seen yeah. things that they haven't. Um, it works. So, you know, we'll, we'll handle it in the same way on a future podcast and, um, just send them in the way you did last time. We so love it. In a way, this is the end of our TV cars episode. And now without further ado, the beginning of the movie cars. The beginning episode. of the movie car episode, which will last essentially two podcasts. Yes, <laughs> which will also yeah. last essentially <laughs> it, two. Has podcasts. it already been two podcasts? It feels like it has. Let's get into our oh, list. Can Let's I start? It. Can I go? Yeah, go. Okay, I just want to go first because yeah. this is my favorite mm-hmm. one: Ghostbusters car. Oh, you got one of the ones on my list already. Cut print. I want to buy. Uh, it. <laughs> is that right? You know what? I saw something where it was for sale. It's called the Ecto One. You know that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did know that. You probably did because you're a big fan of it, right? I am, I am just enough of a nerd I th- to know. I think we even mentioned the Ecto-1 when we were talking about hearses because that was one of those, um, combination vehicles. Yeah, right? it's, a, it's a hearse ambulance. It's, it is. It's a combination vehicle. It was a, mm-hmm. a, an ambulance that also served as a hearse. It was a cool vehicle. Everything you need right there. You can have somebody give birth in it. You can have. <laughs> You know, I'm okay. All right. Scott's giving me the, what are you talking about face? <laughs> I just suffice to say, I think it was an awesome car before I associated it with the Ghostbusters. Now that I associate it with the Ghostbusters, it's, it's really, I mean, I, I would take it over a flying car and I'm being 100% truthful with you. Agreed. I, w- I don't even have anything else to say. I agree with you. It matters less when you say that you <laughs> would take it over a flying car. <laughs> Why yeah, do you they, hate I, them so much? Oh, the flying cars? Well, that's a... Okay, well, we okay. Can't, we can't even start that conversation. Now, now, we're all friends here. All right, what about the Batmobile? <laughs> oh, man. Batmobile, and there are several of them now. Yes. Um, now, I happen to like the uh, the the Keaton edition, I guess you call it, the long black... Um, oh, yeah. You know, I'm not a huge fan of the new one, but um, it's growing on me. Yeah, the, it's more of a military vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really, I really like that long black jet propelled, you know, with the big fins on the back. Sure. And, uh, 
it, what is that thing about 30 feet long? It's ridiculously long. Yeah. Awesome car. And I know, you know, from some of the emails that it's been up for auction, the real one has been up for auction several times. Mm-hmm. But um, they also said it wasn't street legal, didn't they? Correct. Yeah. 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 So I think my response is something like, uh, it's kind of like buying a race car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just, you know that you're going to have very limited opportunity to drive it, but man, you sure can't enjoy it. Unless you buy a race track. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> if you're buying the Batmobile, you might have enough money to buy your own track. That's Next right. episode, yeah. how much is a racetrack? Yep. And here's, okay, here's yeah. another one that we mentioned, um, already, the Trans Am from Smokey and the Bandit. Yep. Yep. Um, Maxwell Smart's Sunbeam Tiger, which was V8. Mm-hmm. Um, now I think in the Get Smart movie, uh, they tried to find a Sunbeam Tiger to match the one that he had and found that they could only find a Sunbeam Alpine, which was a smaller version, which hmm. had a smaller engine. Uh, but they made it look like a Tiger, you know, because they, um, apparently the car is just too rare. They didn't make enough of them. Wow. And a lot of people are, uh, you know, pretty, well, they're holding on to them. Yeah. A lot of, especially if you're, if you're a car collector. Yeah. It's asking a heck of a lot that give your car over to a film crew. Yeah, and I think they drove it downstairs and everything and cuz he stole it from a display. Yeah. You remember in the movie. Yeah. Um so yeah, if I if I honestly if I owned one I wouldn't let him use it. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you hit me with a couple? What do you got? Cuz I've got a long list here. Oh man. Um I don't want to I don't want to steal from your list. I think no, you should please. go down. All right, all right. I'll keep going. I don't want to rip off. How about Austin Powers Shagwar? Uh, Remember that? The Shagwar. The Shagwar. That's right. <laughs> and it had the, uh, the Union Jack painted on it. And if you remember, later they also had the Corvette, uh, that had the Stars and Stripes painted on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they also had a, uh, a Mini that had the Union Jack painted on it for Mini Me. Remember? Oh, uh, yep. Yeah. This vehicle. That, so, um, I don't know, some cool cars. That's I enjoy a tiny those. car. And I like yeah. those paint jobs. Um, Flintstones movie car. The full oh, size yeah. Flintstones movie yeah. car. Um, that was, uh, I think, I want to say Roger Barris. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't you, didn't you say, uh, Roger, Roger Barris usually builds. He built uh, a lot of them. He built yeah. quite a few of those. So I would say that's not, not a crazy guess. Mm, yeah. Wild guess. Yeah. Here's, here's one from the past. Herbie the Love Bug. Actually, you know what? There's a remake of that recently, wasn't there? I heard there was, but yeah. I have not seen it. I didn't see it either. I'm thinking, I'm thinking way back, the one that was in the seventies. Mm-hmm. See how old I am. Yeah, I was just, I wasn't going to bring it up, yeah. but yeah, like, wow. See, I'm, I'm so old, I just fell asleep while you're talking there. I just had a little nap. Um, <laughs> Ronan, well, Ronan, that's a good one. Uh, have you ever seen Ronan, the movie Ronan? Um, there's, wait, which one? Drove, Ronan. No. Drove, <laughs> I'll say it again, Ronan. He drove um, an Audi S8 in that film, and there's some in, intense chase scenes in that movie. But what, what year, was that a newer or an older um, one? That was uh, a few years ago. Who's in it? Uh, I don't know. Oh, right. Uh, um, you know what? I do know. I'll come up with the name later. I'm terrible with actor names. Was it Robert De Niro? No, it was the guy that's in The Transporter, I believe. And, of course. Uh, oh, um. I'm Jay, opening myself see, up I know to his last name, of, but I don't remember. It's Jason Statham. Statham. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Okay, we'll get a lot of response on that. We will. Sorry, um, guys. So, The Transporter, that's another good one. The Transporter. There are cars in The Transporter. Yeah, mine, so, yeah. um. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, I'm blown. That's what. List. No, no. That's why we're doing this. <laughs> it seems like me reading the list. Uh, Bullet. There's uh, the movie Bullet. Of course, there's a super famous chase scene in that um, mm-hmm. with Mustang through the streets of San Francisco. Steve McQueen. Um, that's the driver of the famous Bullet Mustang. That you know now. Now there's a uh, a new version of the Bullet Mustang that you can buy. Um, you know how they have the old you know, kind of the throwback oh, yeah. Mustang yeah. look. There's a Bullet version of that that you can buy. Really cool paint job. Just. Simple, clean, classic look. Mm-hmm. Really nice. I saw one in my neighborhood the other day. It was really cool. Um, oh, here's a good one. Gone in 60 seconds. 
Oh, has good. a ton of cars. I mean, yeah. cars all over the place. But the the probably the most famous one is Eleanor the Mustang. Um, and there was, a, you know, of course, there's an original, and there's also a a new Eleanor. Mm-hmm. And in the trailer for this film, I watched the trailer for the original, uh, just because I'm like that. And um, <laughs> the trailer says that there were 93 cars destroyed in 40 nonstop minutes, is how it's uh, described. 93. 93 cars, because it was just this crazy, you know, street chase scene where police vehicles are smacking into other cars, and they're. That's more than a car a minute. Yeah, That's more than great. two cars a minute. And you get a very brief glimpse of a Manta, which uh, you don't see very many Manta vehicles uh-huh. around. I mean, there's a there's a group that collects them and you know restores them, but um, Mantas are awesome. If you get a chance to look up what a Manta looks like, uh-huh. M-A-N-T-A, Manta Mirage, it's it's worth looking at. And there's one in that film in the original. Um, here's one that we both like: Harold and Maude. Oh yeah, it was a Jaguar E-type hearse, which was uh, unfortunately oh. destroyed. You they, sure? Yeah, they drove it off the cliff, and and uh. that wasn't just in the movie. They drove it off the cliff, and that was it. It was Cause, done. Because we talked about this uh, in an earlier episode. We mentioned mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, the hearse episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And there was another hearse in that vehicle too that's memorable because it was just so cool looking. Uh, it was a 1959 Cadillac Superior hearse. And again, this is just what you think of when you think of a hearse, just a big, black, long, scary looking vehicle. It's really mm-hmm. cool. I've got, I've got a couple. Good. I, Please. You, I'm, I'm wearing myself out. I don't want to. Yeah. I could, I didn't want you to get bored. Um, yeah. while you're reading, <laughs> do you have, do you have some more or am I, I don't, oh, want, don't let plenty. me cut you off. Keep, no, keep going. Okay. Well, keep just, coming. just for the sake of switching <laughs> it up. Um, I'll say this, but I, we should also make a point about this. Guys, we're not. We're not ignoring the James Bond cars. There are just so many. The evolution of Aston Martin in, in many ways has been tied with the Bond franchise and he's not always driving Aston Martins. We're still working out. So let us, let us know what you think. We're still working out, uh, the idea of maybe a Bond car episode, mm-hmm. but we do know, we do know that James Bond cars are important. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yep, and the gadgets involved. And the gadgets and involved. Because, uh, don't push that button. Don't. Yeah. Jeez, whatever you, you do, know. don't push that button. <laughs> you know the button I'm talking yeah. about, right? The uh, okay. Um yeah, well, go ahead. Oh, okay. I, yeah, uh please. the I just you know, while I'm in front of a microphone, uh I just want to point out that I thought Fast and Furious was awesome because of the cars. Oh, very good. And the Tokyo Drift, which I have yet to attempt. Tokyo Drift, really? I'm cool. Tokyo Drift. Do you know what that is? Uh, you know what? Drifting a car? I, I do, but yeah, I didn't. You stumped me on that one. There's a there's a movie that's just entirely about that. So I, I know drifting is, yeah, but yeah. I just, okay, well, anyways, oh, that's, all right, that's, okay. that's a good one. That's a good one. I, the Fast and Furious. I actually had to cross it off my list because it was there later. Oh, sorry, that's okay. Man. No, those are good cars, though. They're really cool. Um, not only did they have the uh, the imports, but there's also the American muscle car there. The you know, yeah. Um, um, Vin Diesel. Is that the guy? That's See, the, that's I'm so the one. bad with, with actor names that, uh, you know, I don't even know who the main stars are in some of these films. You know what? You and I are both really Terrible. bad. So it's, yeah. we're, we're doing fine though. <laughs> birds of, birds of feather, right? I think what, we are. What do you have? So far, I don't hear the crowd saying anything. So we're good. <laughs> um, oh, d- you know what? Here's a big one. The DeLorean time machine and back to the future. Oh, you took my ace in the hole. <laughs> Did I really? <laughs> yeah. That's one that, um, came to me late last night. I was thinking, I was thinking what? You know, iconic cars because we've talked. You know, DeLorean was an Irish car. Did you know that? I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, it was made in Ireland. Wow. Um, not. I don't think many people know that really. I, I actually didn't know that until maybe about a year ago. Um, 
I just never considered that it was built anywhere outside of the U.S. I don't know why. It seems like such a U.S. car. Yeah, they're, you know, the place that's remanufacturing them now, I, I want to say it's in the Southwest. I'm, I'm mm. thinking Texas, but maybe not. Um, I don't know. I just, I thought it was, because, uh, you know, it was operated by a guy that came from GM. Um, so anyways, I, we're getting way off. Wait, wait, interesting though, while we're yeah. doing this tangent thing, interesting rumor, and I hopefully will just put this on the public record so we can go back and check on this. Okay. It's, uh, I have heard, uh, rumors abounding that DeLoreans, when they were scrapped, were actually, because they were so heavy, were actually used as anchors for some ships. <laughs> Now, I don't, <laughs> I don't have any confirmation of this. I'm just saying I want to check. It's oh, worth our time to find gosh. out if it's true. Oh my gosh. Well, somebody needs to write in about that, but I think I, I think I know the answer. Yeah, the answer is no way. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. No, no. I want to hear. No, I wouldn't think so. Okay. You're right. So. Tangent though. I'm yeah. That's that good. That's good. Um, how about the Blues Brothers car? The police car that Jake and, uh, Elwood Blues drove. Good call. Yeah, that was awesome. Beat up car, but, mm. uh, oh, and all the police cars that they smashed in that chase scene. I wish I had the number in front of me, but. Oh were, man. Yeah. There I mean, was, it was like, you know, 100 was, plus cars yeah, were destroyed. It was definitely. Yeah. 100 plus cars were destroyed. I, I would guess. I mean, it's obviously a, I'm making this up. They I were hitting, it up a, as I they go. were hitting a lot of cars. Yeah. I mean, do you remember the scene where they're on the, on the freeway and they're just one after the other piling on top of each other? They're driving <laughs> off the edge onto each other and like a, just a giant pile of police cars. I mean, they know how to make a, a movie. It was great. That mall scene there. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. We can't, I mean, we can't ruin it for anybody. Oh, yeah. Seen okay. It. Well, um, okay. Here's a good one. Uh, and this. All right. Okay. Uh, the Ferrari and Ferris Bueller's day off. Oh, man. Do you remember that? Yeah. How it can was, you forget? It was his, uh, it was his friend's dad's car. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he, um, man. he drove it right through Cameron, wasn't it? Cameron's, yeah. uh, Cameron's dad's car. It was a 1961 Ferrari 250 GT California. And they accidentally drove it through the plate glass window into the ditch. Remember that? Yeah, the when end? they were trying to run it backwards. Trying to get the mileage off. Oh, yeah. man. Yep. I don't even feel like we're spoiling Ferris Bueller's. No, no, it's so old. It's been on cable so many times. I still watch it though. Yeah. When it comes on, oh, I, I do. still watch I it. I can't, I can't stop myself. Mostly for that car. Really? Yeah, seriously. I, I really enjoy watching that. It's, uh, it's a good film. Um, Animal House. Animal House. Animal House. Wow. An, an Taking oldie, it back. Yeah, yeah. I really am. Um, maybe I should have saved that one for the end. There's a 1964 Lincoln Continental in that film that was, I thought this was interesting. This, this car was shown in the film before it was available to the public even. Mm. Um, it was, you know, I don't know if it was given to them or what, or purchased earlier. I don't know how that works really with the film industry. Yeah. But, um, you know, the film was prior to that and it wasn't, I'm sorry, the, the, it wasn't a, available on dealer lots at that point yet. So, mm-hmm. um, kind of a sneak peek at what the, the, um, Lincoln Continental looked like. And if you remember, they turned that vehicle into the parade float that they used. Um, it was the, it was the, uh, fraternity's parade float. Yeah. yeah. And then the, uh, the float, I guess disguise came off of it and it was the death mobile. Remember that? <laughs> that they had welded together. Do you remember it was like a tank looking type vehicle? Yeah. Really I vaguely cool. remember. It's been oh, a while yeah. since I saw it. Check out the death mobile. That's the, the death mobile. That's awesome from, uh, yeah, from Animal House. Um, I almost bought a small model of that when I was at a flea market one time and I should have picked it up. You should have. I didn't. We could have, Jerry would have loved that. I know. It we could have fun. set it up here in the yeah. studio. And there was also another car in there that was kind of iconic. I guess it was a 1959 Corvette that was Otter's car. And, uh, that, you know, pristine version of a, of a 59 Corvette. Yeah. 
Can you imagine having one of those? Oh yeah, I can. I would love it. <laughs> I really would. I mean, it just, it'd be exciting to me to have something like that in my garage. It really uh, oh yeah. Um, let's see what, oh no, I had a good one. I forgot it, but I do remember, I didn't say it in our emails. Um, one of our listeners, uh, wrote in and when our listener pointed out, um, Optimus Prime, which a couple of people did, uh, this mm-hmm. guy also pointed out Bumblebee. Oh which, yeah. Yeah. If you've seen the new Transformers or if you're familiar with it. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I'm shaking my head like, yeah, I know, I know. But you know what? I actually do know about Bumblebee because, um, you know, that's making the, uh, the rounds and the blogs and things like that because it's such a big deal right now. Oh uh, yeah. The, the, the new version mm-hmm. of, uh, Transformers movie two, I guess. You know, Scott, <laughs> I don't, I don't want you to be disappointed in me, man, but I'm, I'm running. I think I might be at tapped that, out. That's okay. You know, I've got about three or four more. Oh, and then we're done. Whew. You're saving Thankfully, me. Thankfully, I'm looking at the stopwatch. <laughs> um, the Starsky and Hutch, uh, the Gran Torino, the Ford. Oh, yes. Um, okay, Starsky and Hutch, it's a movie also. It was not just a TV series. We mentioned right. it in TV cars. Yeah. I'm also going to mention it in the uh, movie cars because awesome car. And I like the outtakes at the end where they smash up several of them, make some mistakes. You know, the, uh, <laughs> the stunt drivers, they, they leave in the, uh, the clips of them tearing the front bumper off the car when they slide into the spot. It's awesome. Good, good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah I like okay. It. I'll watch. Yeah, I'll check watch it out. Watch for the outtakes. Okay. There's a film. <laughs> well, okay. You know what? Let's just, I'll come back to a couple of other ones. Um, uh, the minis in the Italian job. Remember the Italian job? There are minis in the Italian yeah, job. Yeah. There are some great minis in the Italian yeah. job. Now there's an original, which had the original minis. Uh huh. There's a new version with, uh, with Matt Damon, I think. Yeah. Has the new mini, new minis. Is it, it's one of them. I'm bad with celebrity names oh, too. That's right. But I do remember, and that's sad. I remember the cars and the Italian job, but not the celebrities. That's me. That's me. I remember the vehicles more than the people. Um, anyway, good film. And, yeah. uh, the cars are, you know, at the time they were brand new too. Um, well, the, the newer version, I should say. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know about the, I don't think the original Italian job had brand new minis. They had been around a while. I don't, I don't know. Anyways, very cool car. Oh, you know what? Well, we're not to interrupt, but as we were saying with Gran Torino, um, the Adams family also series of went to a movie series and had, uh, had it. I think at least Uncle Fester had a car. Fantastic. That's yeah. a good, that's a good one. Yeah. Cause, um, you know, the, the monsters, the Adams family, they had some outstanding cars and, mm-hmm. uh, the Adams family, that was a film, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. one you just mentioned, not the monsters, right? Yeah. I just mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, that's where, um, cousin it also had the Messerschmitt in the yes. film. Yes. So we were unsure about the television series, but we can say with certainty that in the mm. film, he drove a Messerschmitt. Definitely. Okay. 110% <laughs> Messerschmitt. Oh boy. 110%. Um, now here's one that maybe no one has heard of. All right. Sadly though, cause, uh, I really enjoy this. <laughs> Okay. I'm turning red again. It's a movie called The Last Chase. The Last Chase. The Last Chase. It was in 1981 and it had Lee Majors in it. And here's the idea of this. And tell me if this sounds nuts, but here's the, the plot summary. Okay. The government has forced everyone to recycle and use electric cars. And an ex race car driver uses his race car to drive cross country to the, the land of the free, which is California. So he's on this mission to get from wherever he is to drive mm-hmm. all the way to this this free area, which is California. Mm-hmm. So this is an extremely tight, strict government agency that said no more personal vehicles. And he's being chased the entire time by a saber jet <laughs> driven or 
flown by Burgess Meredith. If you know who Burgess yeah. Meredith is, the uh, the trainer in Rocky, I guess. If you know, that's crazy. Yeah, I know it is. And Lee Majors is driving this this really. I'm just gonna say it, Ben. This is a badass Porsche. This is a 917. <laughs> this is a Porsche. This is a race car. It's a 917, uh-huh. which is really cool. And he had to figure out a way to siphon like the last little bit of gas out of these remaining gas stations across the United States. So he's making his way from gas station to gas station, pulling the remaining fuel out of the tank that, that's mm-hmm. there that no one else could get. So he's fueling his race car with this, uh, you know, this fuel that he siphons out, but all the while being chased by Burgess Meredith in a Sabre jet. That's so, <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing, but it just seems weird. It, uh, honestly, I'm going gonna- to, Google it. Are you sure you're not making this I, up? I love it because you get to see a race car on regular streets, on roads. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you, this is one of my, it's kind of like one of my fantasies to be able to drive a race car on regular roads with no traffic around, nobody on the roads because mm-hmm. he's the only one that has a car. So you know, it's flat out as fast as you want to go, but you still get, you know, you don't have the limited scenery of a mm-hmm. racetrack. Mm-hmm. You've got, you know, you're, you're going cross country. So I've always got these kind of like last man living type. Oh uh, yeah, fantasies, you know where it's like uh, just deserted cities, and you know you kind of do what you want, drive Post- what you want, as fast as you want. Kind of yeah, stuff. yeah. Which brings us to the Road Warrior. The, oh, very good. Yeah, very good. I, I think a couple of our listeners thought oh, they're going to forget that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Push backspace on the email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are some awesome uh, yeah. cars too. Um, oh, here's here's another good one. Right. Loaded with cars. The Cannonball Run movie cars. Remember the movie The Cannonball Run? Yeah. Especially any yeah. scene that had the Lamborghini Countach in it. Um, at the time, well, I shouldn't say it was new, but um, you know, still striking car. Even now, still mm, great, lot, lot of, great car. But there were there were a lot of cars. Oh, there were a lot more than that, I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah. And, yeah. and the cast was unbelievable. They had you know everybody in that film. So... Um, that's a good film. I, I enjoyed it. Cannonball Run. I'm sure looking back now, it would be really cheesy and, you know. Oh, of, uh, don't look. Well, I know. Don't can, don't look back. Oh, oh, yeah. and you know what? Another one. Emilio Estevez, whatever his name uh, was in the film, The Repo Man. Repo yeah, Man. Do you know? Are you familiar with that? Sorry, I didn't see It's that. all about this guy who is repossessing vehicles, which we have talked about in an earlier podcast. Mm-hmm. And he is looking for this vehicle that has a very, very strange thing in the trunk. So it's all about him trying to find this vehicle. So in a very real way, the repo man wouldn't work without the car. Mm. And, um, yeah, I've got one more, but it's such a bad, you know, what? I've only got one more too. So, okay. Have, you, have yours is it? better than mine. No. So I'll go first. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Fine. You, you get final word on this one. Um, in Big Trouble in Little China, yeah. one of my favorite movies, has Kurt Russell. Uh, the whole story only takes place because his truck is is stolen. That's the reason he gets involved. Oh, okay. So it begins and it ends with his truck. Makes sense. That's a good one. Oh, thank you. Very All right, good. what do you got? Last, uh, last vehicle. This is a famous one. Christine. Do you remember Christine? Yes. I can't believe I forgot Christine. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll end on Christine because that was uh, the 1958 Plymouth Fury that had the ability to fix itself. Mm-hmm. And it was a John Car- Carpenter film, a horror film. And if, uh, I don't know, check it out. It's a good one. I mean, if you're a, a fan of that era of vehicle and uh, scary films as well. And it's um, also a jealous vehicle. It is. Yeah, very jealous. 
Well, Scott, we, you know, we said this is going to be one of the short ones when we started off. No, we didn't say that. We never say that. We never, ever say that. Well, yeah. to, I guess to our, are, are we good? On yeah. This? Oh, yeah. I've, yeah. Uh, I've uh, extended, you know, past my list here even. I've yeah. added a few even. Well, to, to our listeners, uh, again, you guys, uh, thanks for writing in about uh, TV cars. We know we probably list, missed a lot of movies, so if uh, you have the time and the inclination, please feel free to send us an email uh, about any movie cars that you remember at highspeedstuff at howstuffworks.com. Be sure to check out our new video podcast, Stuff from the Future. Join HowStuffWorks staff as we explore the most promising and perplexing possibilities of tomorrow. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor. Gene was good. But be careful. Because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.